with me actress, writer, and visionary Tanisha Monique Williams. telling it, it's, it's number God's grace, I'm going to be honest yes. with you, because 
It was scary. I cried. I cried every day when I got here. I wanted to go home. I was here and I was thankful. Yeah. But I missed my family. Yeah. You know, I missed everything that was, you know, familiar to me. Yeah. And but it was a sacrifice. And you know, it, when you want something out of life and you want a dream, sometimes you gotta make sacrifices. Yeah. And you know, the guy I was dating at the time, he was just like, why don't you come home? You crying, just come home. And I was just like, if I come home now because I'm scared, I always wonder what if. Mm -hmm. So I at least say I'm going to give myself a couple years. And if I don't make it, I'll come home. But then it was 12 years later before I knew it was a grind. And yeah. I hustled to it, you know what I mean? It got real quick, yeah. especially living in yeah, in New Orleans, it's much slower than New York. You can literally oh, drive all over New Orleans, but right. New York is like, it's a hustle. Like, even just visiting, you'll see ladies with their kids bringing their laundry, like, right. on the subway, like, getting their grocery. Right. We, we grocery shop all the way on the other side of town right. and had to literally come right back. And those things humbled me. Mm -hmm. And it's so inspiring when you see people like yourself that go against the grain and it's like, look, I'm just going to do it. Because I have that same personality. Like, mm -hmm. man, I just have to get it done. Mm -hmm. But most people, a lot of them are pretty much stuck. Mm -hmm. It's like they want to pursue their dream. They have mm -hmm. the tools, but they really don't know how to step out. What's one of the things that actually push you to be like okay this is I, this is how I know I gotta go to New York like this is my time this is where I know it's official I just have to do it. We put our actual finger on it yeah I just knew I just had a gut that feeling thing. I just had that feeling and when I went to Pennsylvania I was living with my cousin for a while and I used to catch the Peter Pan bus <laughs> And Peter Pan, it's like the Greyhound bus, but it's, you know, New Yorkers know what the Peter Pan is. I heard Jim Jones say, let's talk about the Peter girl. Pan, and it's, you know what I'm saying, it's rest one time, and I was like, yeah, the Peter Pan, but I used to literally, I was in nursing school in Reading, Pennsylvania, and then after that, I used to go to work, and then that early that morning, mm -hmm. you know, I get on the Peter Pan, and I just go, because I just always was like, I'm out here, yeah. you know, I'm this close, I'm a couple hours away, I won't yeah. You know what I mean? Let I me just see. go. Ahead. I want to experience it. I know me. Yeah, exactly. Let's take this ride. I'm right here. Like, yeah. And I remember my, my cousin and I, she's an older you know, lady. So um, she brought my cousin and I out here. We just came. She was like, y'all, because she knew I always wanted to come yeah. to New York. And when I came here, I'm telling you, I was like, yay. Yeah. This it. I'm coming. This yeah, it's official now. Like, I'm about to make this jump and I'm about to make this move. And it was hard. Yeah. Because it was like everything was kind of happening to kind of deter it mm. you know what i mean but when i got here for that first time and we drove through that Holland tunnel and came to times square i was just like yo yeah. this I'm is where here. i was supposed was, to be yeah they had a little something a party bike at the yeah. time it's like five people used to be on the bike i'm riding on a party bike you know i was bucked up i was like yeah and i was like yeah i'm here so I'm here. it wasn't it just was a gut feeling i, I just i don't know I, and I felt like it was the Holy Spirit pushing you know all the is. time. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's like when something is deep inside of you. Right. I tell people that I talk to 
all the time. You can get up and go to work even if the job is paying a great amount, you know, mm -hmm. per hour. You could get paid $50 per hour, but if you don't love it, right? you... There is no way no that you can. Yeah, it's no satisfaction. How you can't grow in that type of situation. I don't care. Right. You could get all the money in the world. You'll go. You'll wake up every day like, damn, oh, damn, damn I gotta go to work. Yeah, exactly. But when you do something that you love, it's like, damn, I'm alive. I'm liberated. Right. Like, damn, feel like free. I feel free. Right. And one of the things I know we share being Sagittarius. Hey. On top of everything. Listen, my babies. <laughs> yes. I know we share the I have to be free. Oh yes. How does your writing and your poetry and your styling like being that you are this visionary, how mm. does those things make you feel free? Um, well I know my poetry is my release, mm. you know what I'm saying? And um like I said in my uh, bio, I used to write stories on construction paper. <laughs> and um, I used to get lost in the stories. I, I would everything. imagine that I was the character that I was writing about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes, a lot of times, if I, uh, like when I was young and, you know, I'm getting into it with my mom or whatever, I would go write. Mm -hmm. You know, if I was mad, I would go write. If I was, you know, sad about something, disappointed, yeah. I would go write. You know, and um, my it, it's like I said, my poetry is just a release for me. I love like fashion is just like yeah, you know how I see yeah. something, and, you know what yeah. I mean? You know how you just it's just like styling, creating yeah. rather. Yeah. I, I love creating. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love creating nothing and making something, something out of it. it. You yeah. know what I mean? The whole art of just bringing the dead thing to life. Yeah. Seeing a blank canvas paper and just. Just creating a story, you know? I think that's exactly what life is about. I feel like we all are here. To those who are aware, mm -hmm. it's all about creating a story. Life is our construction paper and leaving our mark. Oh, One of yeah. the biggest things that I took from you, and I always tell you, what you don't see all the time is this light that you oh. just bring when you come into the room. How do you, because you are acting, how do you channel the character or the, the person at hand? Like, how do you turn Tanisha off and say, okay, well, today I'm going to be Keyshawn. Yeah. Or today yeah. I'm going to be Marcus. Yeah. How do you how do you do that? Because I always found that to be interesting, how people can really act. And it's like, they could be one way and then it really could be another. How did you balance that? Wow, I to be honest, I, I, I can't take no credit for it. I because I, it's hard. Yes. It's not easy. Yeah. I thought I wanted to be a movie star. Yeah. That's what I until I came to New York and that's when I fell in love with the craft of acting. Yeah. And my acting coach and my mentor, Mr. Mel. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Mel. sacrifice and dedication to the craft. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Yes. I will Amen. never pay you any money. <laughs>
oh, you know, going by. You have to. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of sacrifice and it's a lot of times. You know, you gotta, you just gotta put in that work. So they don't yeah. want to see Tanisha acting like that character. Yeah. They want to see that character. People paying their money. Yeah. And that's hard because you want to give your best. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You you wanna you wanna give people an experience, especially when they're sacrificing to come see your work. Absolutely. I'm just grateful to even be able to work in under somebody. Yeah. Like you, you know. Yeah, and that's good because we need mentors. I know Definitely. a lot of times people are a little bit harder, you know, with reaching out and giving back to people. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's very seldom that you find someone that actually helps to shape and mold you to become what you need to become. Or it's hard when people pour into you or pull out what they can see in you because sometimes we can't even yeah, see what we have in ourselves right. yeah and for somebody to take the time out from life right their responsibilities to say look i believe in you but i want you to go just a little bit right. harder and dig a little deeper until you get that right that, until you strike gold how, how did you know that people that you were connecting with were guys sent and genuine um you know what? Uh, I go back to it's that feeling. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will guide you mm -hmm. and let you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I have come across some shiesty people. Yeah. That's actually how I got to Mr. Mel. So it's something that gotta kind of a word. Yeah, right. It took Judas. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. Okay, well, hold on. Oh, we gonna have church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true though. You gotta if you don't. You have like, to have those punches. Yeah, because if not, you will never know. Sometimes those Judases are there to get you to your purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I came across, you know, long story short, lady. You know, she was kind of like. I'm going to say robbing artists, robbing actors. You know people out here hungry and they like, and she was using his name, so to speak. So what I did was I Googled his name on my own. I'm like, okay, he do this, that, nothing. Let me Google him. And I contacted him, right? Do it for yourself. I contacted him, contacted him, and it was like, oh, yeah, I'm such and such. But I charged this, where she was charging $1,000 more for the same thing and getting the And I'm actually getting a showcase after, so it was just like, where I could cut you out and go straight to, to like the source. The source. Straight to the soul. Mr. Mel sitting there talking to me like, look, I don't even charge this, but I do yes, this hey. because I believe in these people. Like, mm -hmm. really sitting and having, you know, dinner with them and really right. like being in his face is like, I just want to be like that. Like, mm -hmm. I can't wait until I get to a place where I can just pour out everything that I learned onto other people and really give them a chance. Right. Because in this industry, it's hard for people to get a chance. Yeah, I, it, girl, hard ain't the word. A chance. Yeah, because everybody out here won't act. Everybody, you know what I mean? Every, everybody here and move the way. And it's like, you will come across, you will get eaten up and spit out out yeah. here. And you will fall for the okie doke. Yeah. I fell for the okie doke a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was it, it was me falling for that okie doke to kind of geared me to see who was trustworthy yeah. and who was genuine so I kind of could decipher between okay you know you, you fake yeah. you know what I mean the real from fake yeah. exactly yeah so definitely sometimes you need to get that shy stuff yeah. to get you to that real one yeah. <laughs> wait <laughs> why is she giving me the Chinese I know right <laughs>
Love it. <laughs> I can't even remember the damn line I was about to say. <laughs> okay, I'm pause that one. Right. That's, that part is going in. I know that you are a wife. Mm -hmm. How do you balance being a wife while still fighting for your dream? Oh, it's girl. It's work. Work. Um, because a lot of times when you are um, married, yeah. you know, it's hard to kind of, when we say balance, to keep that, you know, notion of okay. Mm -hmm. My dream, my dream, my dream. But then when you get married, it's like it comes under because it's God and my, you know. And yeah. not that it's any less important, but technically your house is more important. Okay. So, you know, sometimes you know, I have an understand. He's understanding. My husband is understanding. He actually, he's um, he's very support supportive with my dream. He's actually been pushing me to quit my job to go for my dreams since, you know, the beginning when I met him. So it yeah. helps when, you know, he kind of does some of the same things I do. Yeah. I do Because he's well. an artist as well. Yes, yeah. shout out to Rocky B. Rocky B. Hey, baby. All the way from the Bronx. All the way from the BX. He is a Bronx boy, Jamaican. Yes, he is. <laughs> Jamaican. But, um, <laughs> you saw that legs. So you know, don't get mad, y'all. All but, the way from home. Yeah, you just, I mean, it's, I'm telling you, you got to, it, I'm still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? I'm still praying. I'm still um, trying to get less of me because his. I have to remember he does come before it. Yeah. You know, and um, as much as I give to my dream, you have to I got to give double to him because, you know, he, he supports me. He's my backbone. And, yeah. you know, it's like happy wife. Happy life, yeah. My cousin always say, Alicia, she said, but happy spouse, happy house. Because yeah. it goes both ways, yeah. you know, and it's hard. It's a two-way street. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. And it's not easy. Like you said, marriage is certainly a work because yeah. we have um, a lot of wifepreneurs. Yeah. Is that what they call oh, them? Like, like wife entrepreneurs That's cool. who, um, who are, you know, finding their own independence and mm -hmm. finding themselves in their dreams but still trying to find that balance and not and, lose yourself and not lose yourself when people say oh marriage is work it's work because it's 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 a job and it's hard it's not easy it, but it, it's not something to break you down but it's like when you send into one it's like okay you're one person working towards two dreams, but yeah. you're one person. Yeah. So your dream is my dream. My dream yeah. is your dream. Yeah. You know, what do you need me to do for this season? It might be a season where, you know, I'm up like he doing, you know, he's performing in my show. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate yeah. that. I'm thankful yeah. for that. Because, you know, it's like, okay, I don't have to go out looking for nobody to do my segues. My husband's a poet. Absolutely. I can kind of, you know what I mean? You can have, it's, it's kind of like it, it's in-house. Yeah. You know, like you when know? you have a, a full structured thing and it's like, oh, I have this in-house. Right. Oh, I have that. Like, it's there. Yeah. But the, the goodness of it is that, you know, like you said, you each balance. And because right. you both are creatives, right. you kind of understand, like, a little bit more about one another and your own individual grinds right. to where you want to be. So right. that's inspiring within itself. 
You shouldn't have to choose. It's a yeah. compliment. You yeah. know what I mean? Compliment. It should be That's a compliment. Compliment. Compliment, compliment is each other. such an amazing thing. Mm. Tomorrow you will be debuting in your one woman show. Oh my God. And this show, you actually wrote it. Yeah. You're starring in it. And your mentor is directing it. Yes. Your husband will be doing the segues. Yes. How does that feel? It's I feel it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. It's I, I don't think it has um settled in and yeah. kind of like hit me yet. I think once everything is over, cause I'm just like I'm nervous, you know, I'm anxious. You know, words can't even explain how I feel. I'm just so thankful and grateful to God, yo, like, for real, because it's my baby, yeah. you know. I wrote, a, I wrote this story five years ago uh, and, and performed it once before at um, the Producers Club here in Manhattan for the 10-year anniversary of Katrina, and mm -hmm. um, I own the rights to yeah. it. You know, I could do what I want. I could, I could, you know, I have creative control. You know, that's such, it's an amazing feeling, yo. It's so amazing, and I'm just, I'm just elated, like, yeah. straight up. <laughs> and I know you are launching your production company. Oh, yes. Faith Work Productions. Yes. Everything, I told you before, everything about your story just says You helped with Faith, because I had a couple other names, and it was like... But you, you kept jotting that, like, you kept saying it, and I'm like, Tanisha, your story is nothing mm -hmm. other than Faith. I was just saying, just the, the process of the Broadway theater yeah. that you will be performing at, how it's literally right in your backyard. God, girl. When I first, that's, I'm telling you, God will order your steps and orchestrate. He, it's like, it's crazy how in control he is and how he will literally direct you write and you don't even know what he's doing behind the scenes and I'm just going I'm like I'm along for the ride I'm falling back you're the captain of the ship Lord like you just leave me and I couldn't believe like I didn't even want to move in this apartment at one point because it was smaller and um it's in this I'm like uh I don't have that much closet space where I'm at, you know, I wanted something bigger. A woman like closet you know, space. Yeah, you know us ladies, we need our closet space. We need our space space. The men got their stuff, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, to say, and um, my husband was like, well, you know, a lot of different people. Like, you're in Manhattan, you're in the city, blah, blah, blah. I take it, and another so I took it. And to just be right up the block from Broadway, to be literally, like, my show is in a theater around the corner. And when I moved there, it was so funny because I had this feeling when I started thinking about producing my show again, like, hmm, I'm looking all over the city for theaters, but something always kept directing me. And I kept saying, Lord, what you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, I got theaters. Is it something about this space? You know, it was that space and all that. And I got told no from one because it's like three theaters like within yeah. that area. And this one space, finally, you know, it was a whirlwind of back and forth. No, no, uh, no. And I'm like, all right, but 
I know what God said. I just had this you know feeling. Saying, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know you have this feeling when God tell you something and it's just a nudge yeah. and it's just like, all right, when he says a no, thing, yeah. it don't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. That's awesome. <sighs> Thank you. Sometimes hearing it is it's very indescribable. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, How do you feel to be playing three very different characters. Um, three, y'all. Three very crazy. different people. Like, it's how a do you feel about that? It's um, I, I again, I'm nervous because I want to be true to each character mm -hmm. I wrote, and they are three totally different characters, and I have to go outside my comfort zone for this, mm -hmm. you know. And a lot of times, you be scared to go outside your comfort mm -hmm. zone. Because you're comfortable. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, Mr. Mayor, my, my uh, mentor, he's always telling me, yo, start over. You're, in the, you're not going outside the box. I'm. This is how Tanisha would say this. But how would Irma say this? Or how would this racist white man say this? Or like, this is, I don't want to see you being hateful. I want to see the hatred come from him. So it's like, dang, I thought I was being hateful. He was like, nah, you got to go deeper. You gotta, And then you feel stupid. Because I'm like, I feel crazy. He was like, that's what, that's how mm. I know you outside your comfort zone. Because you feel stupid. Because yeah. you feel crazy. Yeah. But you don't know that what I see is what it's supposed to be. But when you feel comfortable, you're not giving it that extra. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. That's why it's always like. You know, it's a skill. It's something that you're constantly perfecting. It's 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 an ongoing thing. You know, so it's it's a challenge. But um, I'm thankful for it. I've trained. I've rehearsed. Yeah. I just want to give people a great show. You know what I mean? I want the people to come there and and not even just be like, oh, you for the accolades. I just want to really. It's my craft, and mm -hmm. I love it. And when you care about something, you want to yeah, give your best. best. And people coming to pay to see me, like y'all coming to pay and buy tickets to see me, yeah. like you know. I just it's you know I cry when it happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's just you don't believe it, but I'm just I just want to give people a good show. You know. What? What convinced you to put Katrina out there to be your very first one-woman show? Like, how did Katrina motivate you to say, you know what? Out of all the stories and out of all the things that you have written, why was Katrina very special? Why was Katrina that one? Um, well, when I, it was what brought me here one and I didn't even realize I had a story until somebody told me I had a story I'm thinking I just went through the hurricane and um That's it was a yeah it was a, a guy a colleague I used to work with Ryan and he was like yo you ever heard of Anna DeVere Smith and blah 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 she did the one woman show on Brooklyn riots like you should definitely do that as a you know write about that because I was talking about how um, my agriculture was challenging us like the next level he said I want you guys to write one woman shows or one man shows yeah. and this is this is what's gonna get you you know what I mean this is the next level you mm -hmm. know what I mean because it's always like if you don't see the characters that 
you want to play on TV, especially mm -hmm. for African American women at most, it's yeah. always the same type of roles. He was like, you write it. And when Mr. Mel challenged me to write a one-woman show, and when I thought about what Ryan would tell me, like, yo, you got a story, and Mr. Mel said, that's your story, baby. Yeah. Write about it. And I'm like, word, really? And he was like, write about it. You know, it's an experience that you went through, and it was a hell of an experience. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't fun. It was it was grimy. It, yeah. You know, it was it was gruesome. It was, you know, it, it changed my world. Self, a catastrophe has now been, you know, the thing that's going catapult. Yeah, catapult me and put me in like break me out. Yeah, gotta use your destruction. Yeah. For your blessing and you won't even know that a lot of times when you're going through it yeah. but it's not to after and you can look back and be like wow i would have never thought yeah. i'd be writing about this and i'm doing a show about that yeah. while i was going through that yeah you know that is a humbling experience katrina as it was for everybody that right. experienced it and i'm happy that the people of new york will be mm -hmm. able to experience Katrina and they'll be able to see it up close and really get just exactly what we saw from our perspective. Right. Because a lot of times it seems as if New Orleans people are a little misunderstood Definitely. as mm -hmm. it pertains to Hurricane Katrina. But for them to see it in this, this different light, I'm excited and I can't wait to see it myself. <laughs> Thank you. I Honestly, it. I can't wait to see it myself. And I appreciate you for coming out here. You know, my family, I just got to say, I got to <laughs> shout them out, my family. Um, Kiva, Kishan, my mom. And I'm doing that because I appreciate, like, they showed up like, what? I'm... <laughs> Cooking and y'all just yeah. came through, you know what I mean? I knew you were coming, but yeah. everybody else, my brother, like, my cousin John, everybody came through. And I'm like, that's what I want. Like, I had dreamed. I wish my mom and them all, you know, whatever, could see it, you know. Yeah. And the fact that you came, you helped me so much. And I just want to thank you on your show because you always go over and beyond for everybody else. And I like my, from the programs to the flyers to just running around to just me and calling, texting you back. Oh, this word ain't right there. Oh. Like, I just appreciate you so much, sis. I love you. And I thank God for you, girl. I, and I, I, I'm like, look what he's doing. Like, you in New York. Vibe Nation is in New York. We're you should here. be proud yourself. I am proud. Yeah, and I, I'm I appreciate proud. you. I'm proud because I tell you, and I, I love you so much more but i always tell you like you don't see yourself mm. because you are this piece of positivity you're so inspiring that you don't even know what people <laughs> no not all you're crazy you're cra you crazy I'm trying to work sometimes she cook not, not most of the time she's cooking but we understand that that's tenisha yeah. what would you tell younger adults who are struggling to change their lives and pursue their dream? Um, I would say for one, don't follow the crowd. Have your own mind. Do not follow the crowd. Don't try to be down. Don't try to be no more than who you are. You know what I'm saying? And don't
waste no time. I wasted a lot of time. You know how they say if I knew uh, then what I know now, that's real. So, you know, you could get caught up in the caught up and get caught up straight up like you really being in being with the wrong people could put you in some situations that is easy to get in and hard to get out so definitely 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 don't follow the crowd and just don't waste no time if you know you love something and you know you're passionate about something and you might not necessarily know what it is you want to do because at 17, 18 years old, you don't really know. Not everyone. Some people be like, I want to do But you're still trying to figure yourself out. You know, but just pray. You know what I mean? God is real. Yeah. He is real. And I wish I would have knew that then. You know, I know a lot of young girls that's like 18, 19 years old, and they're not perfect. I'm not saying that. They go through their ups and downs. But when you really ask the Lord to reveal to you who you are, and you develop that relationship with Him when you're young, and you stay on that course, it ain't going to be easy, and it won't be perfect, and it's going to get hard. But don't let the bull deter you from what's meant for you.